Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. I want to talk today about Mr. Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kyrie has been very vocal about his position uh, as it pertains to uh, getting the jab. Uh, Kyrie has shown a tremendous amount of courage in standing up to the establishment. Uh, Kyrie Irving has been trolled uh, by people like the Stephen A. Smiths of the world who uh, you know, pretty much feel okay with telling him, just do what you're told uh, so you can get that money. And uh, Kyrie's not listening. Kyrie is uh, making his own decision as a man. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, I, I admire it. I don't know about everybody else. I'm not telling you what you should think about mandates and all that stuff. This is not about what you think. This is about what we think. of. If, if it is about what we think, it's about what we think about what he's doing and how he's uh, handling himself. I don't think it's about what we think about what he should do. I think it's a matter of looking at the way he's carrying himself as a human being. And uh, and I'll tell you what, I, I admire Kyrie Irving's um, integrity. I admire the, anybody who stands by what they believe in. Um, I don't have to agree with you to say, okay, okay, I see you, black man, I see you. So with Kyrie Irving, let's just make this clear. You know, I agree with you, Marcella. Kyrie Irving is a boss. He's handling his business and good for him. Um, you know, whether or not getting, getting the jab is going to be good or bad for him, you know, then that's up to him. I mean, who knows? For all we know, Kyrie Irving could end up going down from, from the virus, right? If he goes down from the virus, that will be a national headline. But for some reason, I have a feeling that Kyrie's going to be around 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, and he's going to have a great story to tell. Kyrie Irving, in my view, has uh, – made himself to some extent into a um a version of a muhammad ali you know now there's only one muhammad ali of course but he's made himself into a muhammad ali type figure because he's taken this issue of mandates and and, and this very divisive issue this issue where there are bo- good points on both sides and he's just you know and he's he's standing his ground uh he's not allowing the money to change his mind uh he's not allowing the peer pressure to change his mind he's not allowing uh, the, you know, the, the, the pressure of just, you got to keep your job no matter what, boy, boy, you better, you better do what you better do what they say. You better do it. They, they told you to keep your job, boy, you better go. He's not letting that affect him. And I, I just think it's awesome, man. I, I don't care what you're standing up for as long as you're standing up for something. Cause they say that a man who, a man who stands for nothing will fall for anything. And Kyrie is not a guy who, uh, will fall for anything. Uh, now, anyway, do me a favor. Please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe button. If you haven't done it yet, please do that uh, because, you know, this is a platform where we try to stand for things. We do. And uh, and when you do that, you get pressure, you get pushback. So you need support. So I uh, hope you'll support us right now and hit the thumbs up button. I'm not going to be here long. I'm going to make a very quick point and I, and I'm, I have to make it quick because I got a meeting I'm going to go to in a minute and I can't be late. But I had to make this point. You know, I I said my inner voice said, boys, you got to share this with black people, because this is a moment where we got to look at the economics of this whole goddamn thing. All this is about money. All this is about economics. In fact, let me ask you all this question right now. How many of you feel like it's okay for Kyrie to do whatever the fuck he wants? Give me a yes if you think that it's okay for Kyrie to make his own decision. And then and then after you give me that yes or no. Um, I want you to, I want to ask you how many of you feel like you would make the same decision Kyrie's making if it were totally up to you, if you didn't lose any money, if you didn't lose your job for not getting the jab, how many of you would just say, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm gonna go talk to Queen Afua and people like that. 
Uh, Queen is Queen of Fools going to be at the All Black National Convention. She could talk to you about having a healthy immune system. That's who I'm listening to. The Queen of Fools is my Dr. Fauci. Uh, I don't really want to know about whatever jabs and pills you want to sell me to make me better. I want to know how to have a strong immune system in the first place, because that's why black folks are dying. I mean, don't get me wrong. Those, those 600,000 people that went down during the pandemic, that was real. But guess what? Also killed 600,000 people this year. Heart disease. That Popeye's chicken. All that all that white castles and <laughs> all that stuff you love. Oh, get, oh cancer killed almost 600,000 people. Do you know the United States actually has more cancer cases than almost any country on earth on a per capita basis because you're eating some crappy ass food, man. Now I'm not trying to sit here and tell you uh, what to do. I'm not, if you, if you got that jab, don't do not think for one second, I'm making fun of you at all. I'm not doing that, but I'm saying that you can't look at somebody who says, you know what? I'm good. There's a 99.8% survival rate. I'll take that chance. You can't sit here and tell me that a person saying that is just out of their damn mind, that they just crazy, y'all. They just nuts. The only reason you think they're crazy is because they're doing something different from what the establishment told you to do. That's why you call Kyrie crazy, because Kyrie ain't doing what everybody else is doing. If everybody else was passing up on the jab because the government told them to pass it up and, and Kyrie passed it up, you wouldn't say a thing. But the fact that he's going against the grain is what makes you say, oh, he's crazy. He's out of pocket. What's wrong with him? Blah. Blah, blah, blah. Let me make my point. Got to make this final point because I don't have a lot of time today. Maybe there's a bigger message that God is sending you. Remember in the color purple, you know, God is trying to tell you something, right? Remember that? Maybe God is trying to tell you something right now, black people. Maybe God is trying to tell you that it don't make a lot of sense. It's a little lopsided that you have all these multimillionaire Negroes all these damn near billionaire black men in the NBA and the NFL, all these black men with money to burn with, with 10 million Instagram followers, that 10 million Instagram followers means you're pretty much your own media outlet. Why do you think that LeBron and Shaq and all these people are signing these corporate deals and, 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 and getting involved in these investments? Because, because when you have 20 million followers on Twitter, you're kind of like, you're about as powerful as CBS and NBC. Those TV networks ain't got nothing on you. When Nicki Minaj started tweeting her opinion, people got nervous because Nicki Minaj's Twitter account is like CNN. It, the only difference is more people probably pay attention to Nicki Minaj than pay attention to CNN. What am I getting at? Ask me, what are, what are you getting at, boys? What are you doing? What, what are you, why are you talking around the issue? Here's what I'm getting at. I need to understand. With all this money, all this talent, all this power, all this reach, all this influence, why haven't black men started their own sports league? Why haven't black men got together with all your hundred million Twitter followers, with, with all your billion, hundreds of millions of dollars, and started your own league? Why can't Kyrie? get together with LeBron and Shaq and all these dudes that got all this money and just say, you know what? We out. This is, this is our, our situation. This is, this is God telling us that it's time for us. And you know, you know, like, like, it's like when you grow up, like in my house, we, me, I had a problem with my daddy when I got about 18, when I got about 18, I wasn't a kid anymore. I was, I was kind of like a grown man. 
right? And I started doing grown man stuff. And, and me and my father would have conflicts because he was he, I wasn't the only grown man in the house. He was a grown ass man too. So we would have conflicts like grown ass men. And, and what we realized is that two grown ass men can't really be in the same house sometimes. Sometimes you need your own spot. So my father said, look, if you want to make the rules up in here, just know you, you ain't going to make the rules up in here. If you want to make the rules in your house, you need to own the house. You need to own the house. And so I see a lot of these multimillionaire athletes with 100 million Twitter followers and all this other stuff, everything that they need to start a league who are still running around here acting like some goddamn employees. Dude, you are not you are not a worker at Burger King. You are not some dude who works at UPS, right? You're not a guy who's who's making 45 grand a year. You're you're a guy with a with a with a 5-year, 200 million dollar contract. You've got what you need to go start a sports league. If these guys got together, you can't tell me one single thing that could stop them from creating their own league. You can't tell me that that these guys had something that these guys, that, that, that current NBA and NFL players ain't got. Let me share some information with you before I go. I got to really leave, so I'm going to be very quick. The Arizona Cardinals were purchased in 1932 for $50,000. They are now worth $961 million bucks. The Buffalo Bills were purchased last in 1959 for $25,000. They are now worth $870 million. The Chicago Bears were purchased a couple generations ago in 1920 for $100. They are now worth $1.2 billion. Do you get where I'm saying? Let me do it one more time for the thick-headed Negroes in the back. The Green Bay Packers were purchased in 1919 for 50 bucks. 50 bucks. The Packers are now worth $1.18 billion. So here's my point right now. Look, I got I gotta run. I'm gonna be quick with y'all. I'm not gonna take a lot of your time. But when I see what's going on right now, I see a power struggle. I see lots of black men who agree with Kyrie for right or wrong. I see lots of brothers all around the country who are saying, no, nah, this is nonsense. I stand with Kyrie. Fight the power. Well, maybe this is a sign that you've outgrown the master's house. Maybe this is a sign that it's time for you to grow a house of your own. Maybe it's a sign for you to grow the hell up and have enough goddamn vision to invest in something other than being an employee of the of the Brooklyn Nets or the Milwaukee Bucks or whatever. I'm not dissing these guys at all. I'm not dissing them. I swear I'm not. I love Kyrie. I admire him immensely. I think this guy's tremendously courageous. But when you're talking all that smack, you better own your own plantation, son, because if you don't if you if you don't own the property, the land on which you stand, then you will always stand beneath the knees of another man. So and I and I don't believe these kings need to be standing behind nobody because uh, they're ready to have their own. That's all I got to say, guys. I'm out of here. I'll elaborate on this issue later. Please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. My Instagram is the Real Voice Watkins. Feel free to follow me on Instagram uh, if you want to, if you like intelligent black conversations. And just a quick reminder: this is one of the topics that will that we will discuss at the All Black National Convention, which is set to happen in Orlando, Florida, 
uh, the weekend of October 29th through November 1st. If you'd like to come to the convention, just uh, go register at allblacknationalconvention.com. We have 59 speakers from all different areas, and we will be doing a panel on the black athlete, and we will talk about what it looks like to create a sports league. All you need is some talented athletes, uh, a few million dollars, and 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 people that will watch the damn game. So y'all give me a yes or no. If Kyrie Irving and his homeboys got together and started a sports league tomorrow and took, let's say they took all the athletes that didn't quite make an NBA contract, would y'all watch that sports league? Let's say they broadcast it on Kyrie's Twitter and on LeBron's Instagram and on Shaquille O'Neal's uh, Facebook page. Would y'all watch those games? Give me a yes or no if you would watch those games right now tomorrow or buy tickets to a game like that. Give me a yes in the chat. Well, if you got that, you got you, you got your talent, you have your, your platform, and you have your fans. That's the recipe for building a multi-billion dollar empire. Ain't nothing stopping y'all but your limited imagination. So let's grow the hell up and start imagining something bigger and better for our people than simply being this guy, this other man's employee. I'm out of here, guys. Hit the thumbs up button on your way out. I'll see you soon. Love you. Talk to you later. Peace. <laughs>